0: Well, it's been quite a year, hasn't it? bit of a nightmare for most people, and the holidays are a great time to reflect, especially on those who helped us get through it. Now, Noble Gold has put together this incredible collection of American Eagle 22-karat gold coins so you can say a huge thank you. This could be a gift for you or for people you love. And nothing says you're extraordinary. More like getting this four-coin set of rare-prized Augusta St. Godin's Lady Liberty with her torch. All these impressive important coins are bullion-proof grade, authenticated by the U.S. Mint. They're changing the American Eagle design next year. So you can imagine what's going to happen to the value. They're just 20 sets around. So it's a first-come, first-served basis. Give Noble Gold a call at 877-646-5347. That's 877-646-5347. Hey, everybody, Dave Hodges here, host of the Common Sense Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, if you hear phones go off in the background, if you hear uh, weird sounds and noises, it ain't us. Last night I'm broadcasting um, on YouTube, and my phone is off, totally off. Arms reach away. And I'm speaking, and you could hear... A voice coming over the phone and then NFL music it was unbelievable it was the NFL theme song and and I said you guys hear this I said I picked it up I said this was off when we started and you can see my hands were here no phone so I'm just telling you they're messing with us they're messing with us big time and uh, I, I could tell you a thousand other stories about how they're messing with people so just be aware that if we have any service interruptions that's why but as Steve Coyle likes to say, when you're over the target, you know, then you start taking flack and you know you're on the right path. So we're on the right path here, and we have uh, Doug Thornton back for our <clears throat> Dave and Doug report. This first segment is brought to you by the Satellite Phone Company. And we um, actually talked about this in our last broadcast, the importance of communication. And uh, we're actually going to get into a little bit of the issues here today about how you could be confined in your city you know how you could basically be let's say they're going to lock you in an mma cage with violent offenders and there'll be no escape and you, you, it's an analogy but you find out it's a pretty accurate analogy and we're going to be getting into that today with with doug on our report and you need communication you absolutely need to know what's going on so satellite phone it's not going to be taken down it's also got a messaging service the galileo service speaking of steve Quayle, myself doug hagman mike adams many people many 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 people contributing messages every day in the form of alerts it's the way that you can stay on top of the news when you've got nothing else going on besides if you just took the news from this you'd be better off than watching the disinfo on tv so the satellite phone store how do you get yours how do you get your satellite phone is it expensive no it's not you you'll learn all about that i pay one quarter of the cost of what i pay for my cell phone it's not for chit-chat. It's for emergencies. And I'm telling you, folks, if you don't have it, you're going to live to regret it. And people say, well, uh, what about what, what about a short wave? Yeah, okay. Uh, how far can you take a short wave with you? Hmm? How far can you carry it? Want to carry that antenna on top of your car, too? Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. This is a much, much better alternative. So find out more by calling 855 855 980 Five eight three zero eight five five nine eight zero five eight three zero. Always be in touch with your family and loved ones. Well, we have the Dave, the Doug and Dave report, the intel report here, and we are hitting some critical issues now that Doug is out of the closet. No, no, no don't call the preference police. We simply mean he used to work for DHS. We had to disguise his identity. Never could show his face when he's on our TV show, and uh, now he's fully out in the open. Um, and so we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to start talking about Kyle Rittenhouse today, his trial, and how we think this is going to lead to massive civil unrest, coupled with what's going on with school board meetings. And that's going to lead to massive civil unrest. I don't mean what you're seeing now on, which is bad enough, I mean, you're going to see this really, really spread to the rafters. By the way, the kids in Loudoun County, Virginia yesterday walked out. <laughs> uh, the kids walked out in Fairfax, Virginia. So this is spreading, folks. This is spreading. And we are now living in the age of discontent. And the people have had enough. The people are pissed off and they're responding. And now the Biden administration is going to have to prepare on how they're going to deal with this. And no one better to talk to you about this than someone that's been in DHS. Uh, Doug, welcome to the show. Sorry about the long intro here, but I wanted to set the stage very clearly for where we're going.
1: Hey Dave. Well it's good to uh sit here and let's have our chat again. You know, these uh the Doug and Dave reports, man, they're they're going great. I uh I love the consistency of where we're at with America and the fact that everything we talked about last year is still pliable now. So, you know, hey, let's talk about riots. Uh right now we we're facing another potential riot storm within this country with the Uh, ongoing Kyle Rittenhouse case the uh, Kenosha kid so obviously if you're not familiar with it I'm not going to go into it uh, too much but Kyle Rittenhouse was uh, in Kenosha and he discharged his firearm at I believe three people uh, striking two and you know when you're attacked by a mob who's chasing you down the street who have weapons. One of them did have a firearm, a felon with a firearm, go figure. Uh, And the other one was another felon who was hitting him uh, repeatedly in the face and in the back of the head with a skateboard, which is a hard object, which you could kind of call deadly force within the the applications of law enforcement. Uh, You know, the kid simply protected himself with the firearm that he had. Now the firearm, how he obtained the firearm, crossing state lines with the firearm, all those things are state laws and local laws that will be prosecuted. I'm not concerned about that. What I'm concerned about is the way the media and the government is spinning it that Cowwit Rittenhouse was a out-of-control kid. He's a white supremacist because he's pro-Trump. But we really need to get past this whole white supremacist pro-Trump thing. There's plenty of people of color. Uh, who were fans of Trump, who voted for Trump, and supported the things that President Trump also stood for. Uh, Cal Rittenhouse came down there to Kenosha. It, it was because of previous riots that were going on from Black Lives Matter, and you know there was a uh let me see, I I can't remember the uh the guy's name, but there was an incident with a uh, an African American man that was out there. Uh, with police and this was you know not too far after the George Floyd this also happened. The gentleman had got out of the car, he had a knife, uh he had just recently, you know, threatened his ex wife who he had previously raped as well. And police respond. Guy wouldn't drop the knife. Guy wouldn't listen to, to commands from the police. Police ended up shooting him. It's very terrible thing. No one likes to see that happen. But it happens. So yeah, all they don't put cascades the weapon down that's George Floyd. Yeah. Uh, shooting and all the stuff that the Democrats were doing and all the George Soros money that was, fu- that was flooding the airwaves I mean flooding everywhere I can tell you a story about how much money went out but that led to what happened in Kenosha so that's where we're seeing right now uh, we, we have had this, this relative tactical pause on Black Lives Matter Antifa and the nationwide looting and rioting Uh, And that's been a great thing for a lot of us because eventually you need to rest. And for over a year, we worked damn near 24-7 dealing with these matters. And so now this trial is upcoming, and the judge, God bless this man, said uh, to the prosecutors, you're not allowed to call uh, the people that you're defending or the people that that, uh, your clients – you're not allowed to call them victims. <laughs> you can call them looters, and you can call them arsonists, and you can call them rioters. I about, Dave, I about jumped up out of my seat. I was so happy to finally see one judge with balls enough to say, this is wrong. This is unfair. This is unjust. The kid defended himself. Let's let's have the trial. Let's have, you know, all the evidence be brought out, but don't forget that those are child molesters, those are felons, multiple felons, some of them that had been arrested over two dozen times that had already had previous uh, prison sentences and also obtained a firearm somehow at a mass riot.
0: But so, I will say, I'll say this though you too. To the bad past events can't be used in a trial against them either.
1: No, they can't. So you you can't, you can't have any of that going on. However, it is, it is the, the current offense that the judge was talking about. See all these past things, they can't be used to help prosecute you. Right. But they're still going to be made, uh, by the defense to say, Hey, that is a, a, a multiple time felon who still obtained a firearm and tried to use it on my client, which he did. He, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse was almost shot by one of the guys that he actually shot. So, you know, all these things, they'll play out. I think Kyle Rittenhouse will hopefully finally see justice. I hope that he'll be cleared of the charges. I hope he'll, he'll be able to sue anyone and everyone that uh, came after him in the media. And uh, I think he has so much support right now that it's going to be very hard for the prosecutors to really do very much with it. Uh, you know, America's kind of sick of all this. It's time to get back to law and order, right? Uh, are, the times for, uh, these politicians and these elected officials standing, you know, on their soapbox and and grandstanding in front of all of us, is kind of over because everyone's going to get back to the election process soon. And if they don't want to be voted out, well, they need to do the job. So we're going to see a lot of that coming soon. Uh, but this judge, hey, you get the uh, you get the pat on the back award. I appreciate everything they did or that he said. We'll see how the rest of this goes down. but what will be the fallout? Do this, you think
0: it's going to be Rodney King uh, part two?
1: you could. I mean with the state of mayhem that America is in right now you could very well see that now Black Lives Matter has really made a strange turn. Uh, to kind of go against the Democrats, it's very strange, and uh, I'm all for it. But I see this being an Antifa, Black Lives Matter-led, uh, George Soros-funded kind of thing again. And controversy is never limited in America. It will ha- will have Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, you know, trial going on. People will start feeding into that media frenzy 24-7. They'll start showing all the videos and all the still pictures and all the tweets and all the stuff the cops said to them. And all this stuff will come out and it'll be played 24-7. It's going to ant people up. One person's going to go out and do something stupid. They're going to say, oh, look, it's another Kyle house," And then you'll have the ability to refund, to restart all of the riots at what perfect time than when Fauci has been discovered to be Dr. Mangala of the puppies and to start the ability to tamper down the news that's on the Democrats and to hide a lot of things that's happening legislatively. It's a it's strange thing that always happens in America, and I say strange with air quotes. Every time something seems to be happening against the Democrats or against, or in Congress that is very controversial and unconstitutional, We have some sort of a major attack, a riot, a plague. We have a 9-11. We have border crisis. Every time something very particular is happening that puts a bad light on the Democrats, Mm -hmm. something happens, that manufactured crisis. So could we very well see a manufactured crisis in riots that are not only against plummeting uh, amounts of food – that won't be there anymore gas shortages along with gas price spikes uh precious metal shortages are going to start happening don't worry that's that's coming ammo shortages gun shortages those things will start happening again because the ar-15 debate will always bring about what dave mass buying of guns always happens it's it's a it's probably one of the greatest tools that the the gun world has is every time there's a crisis more guns get sold, so well
0: they're that, setting they're setting, setting up for stage two right?
1: but yeah. you're going to also see riots happen again and uh, we may see clashes of riots you know it's been a while since we saw that it's been a while since we saw uh, the the radical right versus the radical left. It's been a while since we've seen the conservative right versus the radical left and, and isn't it funny that I can categorize conservative right and radical right and then always radical left the left is never peaceful the left is uh never humane with what they do they're always inhumane they're always extremely violent uh very destructive you know like a bunch of little kids on halloween night flipping cars and throwing cherry bombs into mailboxes that is the radical left that's more of what we're going to see and you know the the more we have all these blockages that are happening blockages. Is that a word, Dave? The more we see these blocks going on in our economy, uh, from all the the crates that are coming over here, right? For all of our, our, our goods that we're not getting, those shortages are going to manufacture an even bigger crisis. You'll have parents marching up and down the streets. I can't buy a little Johnny a, a a toy this year because you know we can't get anything through the harbor. Well, you know we have that crowd, but what you hit on a while ago is another crowd. We have the parent crowd of the the PTA meeting parents, the 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 Parental Terrorist Association, I guess, is what the FBI wants to label them now. You have parents, and we have students as well that are standing up against the radical left. They're standing up against the school boards. They're not. They don't. People, we don't want. We don't want radical communist ideas from Marxist-Lenin era to be repeated within our schools to our young, sensitive ears of our children. I don't want a boy dressed as a girl saying he feels like a girl today to go to a locker room to rape a girl, which has already happened. And then I especially don't want the media to scandalize all the parents who said, why did you allow this to happen? For one thing, that's not normal. That shouldn't be allowed in school. If the kid wants to dress like that, let him stay at home and dress like that. But all these things that they're doing, it's tampering with the way Christians want to live. It's tampering with the way God expects us to live. And it's fundamentally changing our country. We're seeing, once again, oh. Dave, a fundamental change within this country. And I really don't care if I hurt anybody's feelings. I really don't care. I'm here to step on your toes, I'm here to slap you in the face and say, wake up. Things are looking bad. This is not right. None of this of what we're seeing right now is normal. You should not be allowing this. We should not be saying, hey, let's normalize communism. Let's normalize it, that's, that's, I. For the life of me, I can't believe it's not made illegal in this, in this country. Everything else is made illegal. But we should not be normalizing this. And the fact that people for so long rolled over on their back, showed their bellies to the leftists and to the right, who also took advantage of you. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I don't like either side. They eventually got what they wanted. It may be too late for a lot of places to repeal what's happening in our schools. It may be too late, but you can take your child out of school. You can move out of that district. Look, your children, our children are the most important thing that we have in our lives and for the betterment of this country's future. And if we train them to be snot-nosed little shits, they're going to grow up being that way, they're going to destroy the economy, they're going to destroy the country, and then you'll have nothing left. And you'll still be living here for all that whenever they're adults. So raise your kids right, train them right, educate them the right way, and make sure it's a proper education. And if you're going through one of these leftist schools, take them out. Because they are the ones who are rioting. When I was a police officer, those are the ones I arrested. I didn't arrest the Kyle Rittenhouse. I didn't have to. I didn't arrest the kid uh, that just sued the crap out of CNN. You know, I, I didn't have to arrest... The conservative kids because they stood off to the side they were peaceful they had manners something that disappeared in this country they said yes sir they said no sir they did as they were directed and we dealt with the kids dressed in black who didn't know which pisser to use who had every kind of hair color you could think of with every kind of satanic worshiping symbol on them throwing eggs with with crap in them at us or throwing blood at us or throwing knives at us Or Molotov cocktails We didn't have the conservatives waving American flags over there It was the people who are leftists The people who had a hammer and sickle flag The, the literal Nazis Who were calling me and my guys Nazis That's what we fought That's what's taken over And if you don't know That's what's also running this government right now That's why I, I, I harp so bad on it it is so deeply enriched within the government, within the state government, within the local government, within your school board. Have you seen the latest TikTok line of a teacher singing, calling parents terrorists?
0: I haven't aliens. seen that. Are you, are you serious? There's an actual a, teacher doing that?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you. It's disgusting. Makes me want to punch this lady in the face. Look, just because you, ma'am, don't like the fact that we parents don't want our children to be subjugated to your communist manifesto doesn't mean that you get to go tell the FBI that I'm a terrorist. That's not the way this works. But in this country right now, it is. For some reason, Dave, explain this to me. Why is it that the Department of Justice... Do we really need to define, Dave, what the word justice means? Why is it that the Department of Justice is giving a lending ear to any type of rumor from the left who says, these people over here who disagree with me are terrorists. You should investigate them. And then they actually go out and do it. And then every mainstream media that's out there, except for maybe one, agrees with them. That should tell you two things. One, we don't have a Department of Justice anymore. We have a Department of Injustice. We don't have a fair media anymore. We have a government-ran propaganda. Mainstream media might as well look like the way the propaganda department for China looks like. Because they're the same people, they're spouting the same lies, and the government repeats it to you constantly, and it says, well, hey, if I tell you this lie big enough and enough, eventually it'll be a truth. The rest of us say, it's not a truth, it's a damn lie. And the government says, well, you know, I think it's true, so I'm going to act upon it. That's what we saw with January 6th. That's still the repercussions we're seeing now.
0: That's why Kyle
1: Rittenhouse has been made out to be a Nazi. This kid... Who went there to help defend another city from another state is being called a Nazi because he had to defend himself while he was being chased down the road by an angry mob of communists who went there to burn that city down. And they did. And they did burn that city down. And the police stood by and did nothing. While it was happening i am telling you right now If I was there If me and my guys were there Now I'm federal So I'm a little different But if me and my guys were there And we saw all this happening There's no one In my food chain Who would say Doug don't go do anything I would tell you so fast To kiss my ass Let me go back home Or I'm going to go arrest those people And stop it Because a crime is in my presence Yeah If a crime is in my presence i have a duty to act as a law enforcement officer but we have law enforcement who are scared of their job scared to lose their jobs they're scared of politicians and because of the whole media thing cops are scared to be labeled as a racist they're scared to be put on on camera because it doesn't just stop there the doxing doesn't just stop there they put liens against our home They've put liens against our car. They've taken loans out in our names. They have uh, you know, stolen our IDs, stolen our social security number, put some of my officers into bankruptcy. So sometimes to be doxxed is not a really good thing, all right? So you, there's a lot of fear for that because of the enemy that we were facing. I think we should all be past that down. Oh, we, yeah. I think there should be more protection against that. And harsher protection and harsher laws to deal with that. Uh, But at the end of the day, all that's a side note go do your job.
0: Yeah, but it's not going to happen. If the police would have done their
1: job, it wouldn't have happened.
0: It's not going to happen, though. You've got a two tiered system of justice. Let me just give you an example. Okay, let's just take the vaccine mandate, for example, just to illustrate this point graphically who is exempt from the max vaccine mandate Uh, not doctors not nurses not military not people who are necessary to run this country but people who will be in positions of enslavement by creating these dangerous vaccines and people who will be judging these vaccines on a legal basis let me give you example white house staffers exempt oh it's so important we must protect the nation but biden's own people no members of congress the people who will make laws about this are exempt federal judges people who will rule on the unconstitutional actions of joe biden are exempt the c d c oh you must wear a mask and be vaccinated but they're exempt the f d a who makes rulings on we can we should give booster shots to five-year-old kids when they're at no risk for transmitting i mean they have a better chance of being struck for lightning three times greater chance for these young kids for committing suicide But no, no, the FDA is exempt. Employees of the World Health Organization. Pfizer employees, the people that manufacture this poison. Moderna, more poisonous manufacturers. Johnson & Johnson, same thing. And here's the biggest slap in the face. You know, people will lose their jobs. They can't travel. Pretty soon they're not going to be able to go state to state. They'll be confined to their homes. Or worse yet, they'll go to FEMA isolation camps like they're doing in Australia and New Zealand. And guess what, folks? illegal aliens crossing the border uh, by 2 million this year alone, and not one of them has been tested for COVID. Not one of them has had to have a vaccine, but you have to. And they're being transported to the four corners of the country. Every city in America today is a border city because of Biden's transmission of these illegal aliens. And Mayorkas, final comment, Mayorkas has even said, the head of DHS, that communist said... Oh, 20% of these people crossing the border are sick. Now he was not specific, but some of them have COVID. Some of them may have denegue fever. You take your pick. but here they are coming in unscreened, untreated, coming to your neighborhood and exposing you, but you got to get the damn vaccine.
1: No, that's bullshit. We had We had them coming across the border that we were catching with tuberculosis, with typhoid, with you know every type of sexual diseases you that you could think of with the black plague. Uh, with that weird you know, viral fungal thing that was killing people and, and, and almost liquidating them. There was all kinds of nasty little critters on these people, and it's horrible. I don't call the people coming across the border anything else than people, because through my Christian eyes, they are still people. But there is a law and a process of how to get into this country, and if you try to break into this country illegally, you are breaking the law. Thus, you should be met by the law and by the enforcement of such a law. And until we start to enforce our laws, we have worse things coming across the border than COVID. I'm. Listen to my voice. COVID is not that big of a deal compared to what's coming across the border. Ebola is a big deal. MERS, SARS... These are big deals. These are things that are coming across. And there's stuff, man, there's stuff out there that some of the CDC guys don't even know what to classify it yet, okay? There's some stuff coming out of the jungles of the Amazon, (laughs) and I'm not going to go into that, uh, that we don't have a classification for yet, okay? So it's kind of scary when you think about it. You you get this guy in your custody, and then a day or two later, he's just dead. Well, how did he die? He was perfectly fine. I don't know, some weird viral agent. Oh, great. Thank God I used my hands to touch him. you know, And now I touched everything uh, in my hotel room. Great. Now I'm going to sanitize everything. So these are things that you start to think about, right? But there are way worse things coming across this border than COVID. There's way worse, worse things inside the country that's been in the country than COVID. Look what's hitting the news now. We have people that are going to hospitals and they have more cases of people with a super flu, quote unquote super flu, than they are right now with COVID cases. And, you know, it's not just that, but we have people that are coming down with severe blood clots, that are coming down with severe adverse reactions to the multiple vaccinations, which, by the way, now Biden's saying you're going to need a fourth vaccine. I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, I've seen the proof. You will have eight vaccines by the time this is done with. You will have eight vaccines. Tell me once in your life when you got eight vaccines in one year. Okay, maybe if you join the military. That's about it. This is not about vaccinations. It's about compliance. It's about getting whatever they want into your body. And that's why they had to give you so much of it, because no one knows what it's going to look like in three years. All we know is that the studies from the rats is they all died. So CDC and the FDA still won't talk about that one. Senators and congressmen still won't bring that one up, probably because they're all getting paid by them, right? Probably because CNN and Fox News and MSNBC, they all get paid by Pfizer. They all get paid by, you know, you pick it, you name it. Anything that has to do with big pharma, it pays for almost every commercial out there. So you have people with a vested interest. Just look at the uh, the Danish health minister. All right, this is an article I saw on InfoWars, and I, I just shook my head and I laughed. Uh, she 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 threatened to shut down the society, the Danish society, if more people don't get vaccinated. Why do we give these politicians this amount of power? If she didn't have that amount of power, she wouldn't have said a stupid statement like that. Why is it that people around the world will willfully sit on their hands when tyrants are taking control? It's a medical, tyrannical takeover. It doesn't have to be with guns. They can shut down the entire economy and hold you hostage. Now, this, is, this is something today that we talked about. What is the upcoming of a civil war? How does the next civil conflict look? we're seeing it we're seeing it played every day and a lot of people are playing right into the hands of it it's up to people like us to wake people up right it's up to people like you who are listening to also wake people up spread the information of this channel share this share this interview with people It doesn't just have to be my interview with Dave. It can be anyone's interview. Share the information. Go out and talk about it. Be bold as lions. Go out and talk to people about the truth because there are so many people, Dave, that I talk to and I give them a couple of facts and I question the government statements that they give back to me. And then I say, doesn't it sound weird that you have to keep getting vaccinations and you still have to wear the mask and you still have the social distance? Well, yeah, it's kind of BS, but I just go with it. And that's when I I say, you said the magic word. You just go with it. How many people in Austria just went with it when the Nazis took all the guns? Well, we're here to protect you. We'll give you protection. We'll give you the food. We'll give you the funding. Just give us your guns. What happened soon after? Austria was taken over. So you have to consider, history repeats itself. It's not always accurate. It's not always the same. But history does repeat itself. Why come up with a new game plan when history has showed you the perfect game plan? That's what we're seeing right now with medical tyranny. Dave, how fast can what we're doing right now turn to a spontaneous civil conflict in the streets? What do you think the
0: spark could be? I don't know. Um, Sorry about that. Um, Had a brief cut out there. I don't know how long it would take. I do know. Okay, let's say we go. This is where I really like to direct us. I do know that if we go into social unrest, I've seen the documents. Uh, I know that they're not going to send the military into the cities. I know that they're not going to send FEMA and DHS into the cities. Uh, The police are basically on their own. And it'll be every man for himself, and they will seal off that city. And then they'll come in and clean up the remains. I can, I can back that up. But I know it's true. <laughs> I've seen Last the documents. Year. Yeah. and it, it's uh, In fact, <clears throat> in 1985, I think it was, uh, the year I moved to Arizona, um, they actually did the drill. They shut the city down at key points. And they had the yep. military on the interstates. So last year in
1: 2020, just to show you how much the government's not going to be there. During the riots in Dallas, we were out defending some of the buildings, some of the federal buildings that had been uh, damaged. Okay. We had to ask the question because there was thousands of people, thousands of people that were being chased around by SWAT and their MRAP throwing Throwing oh, no, uh, stun grenades at them, it was hilarious. I think at least ninety were thrown that night to move the crowd, uh, and the crowds had broken up into you know spontaneous little groups. That's what they always do. So we're constantly coming in contact with this. We had one of our officers who uh, was basically chased down the street, and his vehicle was destroyed. So we had to go and you know rescue the vehicle. So during all this chaos, we have to call command and say, Hey, the building's been breached. What do you want us to do? If, you know, we were able to fix part of the window that was broken, but there's a vestibule door that's broken. If we can't defend it, what do you want us to do? Because we get paid to protect the building. We get paid to protect federal employees. We get paid to protect what America pays for, for the federal government, right? We were told by the director, go to the basement, get in your vehicles, abandon the building. And we just all kind of looked at each other, and I said, so, if the point of the matter was, no matter what happens to the building, we're going to let them destroy it, why am I even here? So, you have to consider the government looks at things very differently. If a huge mob is going around and they're destroying the town, with this current government, you're probably going to see a larger response from your local law enforcement, from your state law enforcement, and maybe your national guard. You're not going to see too much from the federal government. Cause the federal government's going to protect its assets, and that's about it. You may have some other things going in and out from the from the riots from there. But for the most part, the government's going to protect its assets, right? If an entire city erupts and there's mass chaos everywhere, police aren't going to be patrolling you know, your sect or your, your, your sector of, uh, of your subdivision. They'll be needed elsewhere. So everywhere the red and blue gets taken away, Darkness appears. What happens in the time of darkness? Criminal activity. So consider the fact that you need to be armed, you need to be prepared for that, and it's good to have a community environment that is also prepared for that. I, I think we're one good ride away from seeing one Democratic city going up in smoke. We saw it with Ferguson, we saw it with Seattle, we saw it with Kenosha, we saw it with DC. We saw it with Berkeley. We saw it with Dallas. We saw it with Houston. We saw it with Portland. You know, how many, how many more examples do I need to give to people? This was a norm last year. These same people who did this last year are still out on the streets. We arrested a hundred people who committed felonious acts, attacks on government officials, attacks on law enforcement, multiple thousand-dollar damages two buildings multiple times one guy arrested seven times and then shouted in the crowd why even arrest me they're just gonna let me right back out at some point Dave you're gonna see more Cal written houses on the street I believe that is what they want they want a diminished police force that cannot properly hold a city anymore the national guard the military won't come in because well i mean what are you going to do shoot upon american citizens so you'll be left to fight it out amongst yourself dave what would you do if you were in that situation
0: um that leads me to an ad <laughs> Not being very serious one i would have already gotten storable food and i would hide it and you have to hide as much as you can that means building false walls in your place Even if you're in an apartment, you can uh, do some construction like that. I'm actually having Daisy Luther, and we're going to talk about that kind of thing. Um, uh, So that would be one. And by the way, our storable food is available. Uh, Our competitors are going out of business like crazy. Uh, But we planned ahead because of the pandemic, and we got our butt kicked early on with deliveries. And we got it into gear, and we're surviving today because of it. So limited window, though, folks. Hyperinflation versus uh, what what, uh, Doug's talking about here. So I, I would act today. Um, there's a discount available and uh, just call, not call, go to the website and you'll see everything that's there. Preparewithdave.com. That's the first thing I would do, Doug, as I make sure uh, after I had my guns and ammo, I would make sure that I had the food. Um, and I and let, me, let me talk long-term too, and I'm gonna put the other commercial in here and we'll weave it in. When you have a chaotic situation like this, you're looking at the uh, obliteration of the nation's economy. It's already underway. In fact, actually, 100 Republicans came out recently and said that the $3.5 trillion proposed, initially proposed infrastructure bill is a deliberate attempt by Biden to destroy the economy. I could not believe they came out with those kinds of words, but they did, and they're correct. I've been saying that what he's doing is not bumbling and dementia. The Susan Rice Obama factor behind him, that's intentional. And then we're going to come out the other side, though. After the economy collapses and the communists collapse the economy so they can build back better in, in their Bolshevik image, um, you're going to have wealth. You're going to have no wealth, some wealth, a lot of wealth. And if you would let noble gold help bulletproof you going into this, protecting a lot of your assets with uh, precious metals, you're going to come out in better situation than most. And since wealth is relative... You could come out wealthier than when you went in, if you take the right steps. This is what Noble Gold can help you with. I'm going to give you a number here to call, 877-646-5347. So I would plan long-term. That would be the gold, the precious metals, and I'd let them advise me because they've done it for me now five times. I went from advertiser to um, customer. And then uh, I'd have the food. Um, But, Doug, you got to have the other stuff, too. I always like to say food, water, guns, gold, ammo natural medicine because you won't be able to get prescriptions much longer because of China and uh, you need tools things break um, so you need resources uh, like allies next door neighbors that's what I would do and those things need to start now but don't tell people you're prepping unless you know they're prepping and you've seen evidence of it and then you can have an ally that's that's where I would start that's just a beginning starting point point. Um, and I would try to make sure I'm in a defensible position if I could not leave the city Right now, if you have an opportunity to move out of a city, you need to move. You need to move yesterday. Do you agree with that, Doug?
1: Oh, I agree constantly. And that that is something that I've preached to a lot of my friends for a while, is that you need to move out of the urban environment. The urban environment is a war zone. Right now within America, we are in a, a form of a civil war. It's relatively peaceful. But it's still very civil within this war, right? We have, you know, parents who can't even talk to their children anymore. Parents who don't even know what their children, you know, identify as anymore. The conflict is across all spectrums, and you know, we touched on communication. We've touched on water. We've touched on food. We've touched on uh, weaponry. We've touched on tools. Get training. If you don't know how to use a firearm, do not Alec Baldwin somebody. Go and get training. Learn the simple principle of your four gun safety rules. Learn how to use the firearm that you purchased, that you choose to carry on your person. Get legally licensed to carry that weapon. Even if you live in a state where they says, you know, it's constitutional carry, if you have the ability to go and get a concealed carry license, carry concealed. I've always been of the mindset that weapons are meant to be felt. They're not meant to be seen. You'll never see my knife. You'll never see my gun. You'll never know where I'm carrying it. That is my tactical advantage as I prowl the streets, right? If the time gets so bad that I have to don my cool guy suit and I have to put my long gun on, everyone is going to know. But until then be a gray man, be incognito, slip in, slip out, and don't be noticed. That's the way you should operate. Uh, Being very loud, being very boisterous, and drawing a lot of attention to yourself, I I know it brings a lot of clickbait, but it's not tactfully sound. It's not the right thing to do. I said it for a lot of people uh, who go to these protests. Don't wear your body armor and your helmet and bring your long arm and then have your, you know, Molon labe flag. We all know, we all get it, we all stand beside the fact that we will fight and die for our constitutional rights. But you don't have to give the enemy so much ammunition against our movement. Don't forget, there is a movement within this country not just to win souls for the kingdom of Jesus, but to win back patriots, we are turning so many people that were far left, that were Democrats, to the conservatives, back to the proper way a libertarian should view the world. And we're turning them, so, so many of them, back to the normal side of America. Our movement is working. Don't jeopardize the movement by looking like a tough guy. Nobody cares how tough you are. Nobody cares how tough you look. I care if you are a good representation of the Constitution. I care if you're a good representation of what America is looked at from outside in. We also need to be role models for our kids. We don't want our kids picking up bad habits, right? Because then we see Antifa. Be a good role model for your kid. So dress appropriately when you go out make sure you know how to handle your weapon and seek training training's not that expensive it's not that hard to find your random veteran at a gun range and say hey man can you show me how to properly use this pistol how to properly use this rifle there is a a a large amount of content out there on youtube of people that are showing you gun drills that are showing you uh brazilian jiu-jitsu uh, drills that you can practice at your house with your spouse in ways to protect yourself. Now, I'm not saying get your wife in a rear naked choke and make her tap. <laughs> Unless you're into that kind of stuff, right?
0: Well, no, that's that really opens that up, up a whole new stuff. show, but we'll let yeah. Loudoun County School Board deal with that. Um. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so get training, right? Do not be the guy who has all the cool guy stuff that you that you spent so much of your hard-earned money on stacked away in your closet in your go in your go bags and you don't even know how to use it you don't just have to train with your firearms train with your hands learn self-defense dave i know you could probably talk my ear off about self-defense training just for women alone yeah but i used, there are to, I of used to be part
0: of a, of a dojo that uh, that did that um and yeah. we went to church groups uh women's groups, and, and just little things. I mean, folks, some of it's basic. You don't have to go through a 26-part Lesson 1 of a white belt. You don't have to do that. Um, just carry your keys interlaced between your fingers, and attacker comes to get you. You go right to the eyes. Uh, if you yeah. can't, come underneath with an uppercut to the throat. And yeah. both those can be lethal blows, but your life's in danger. The other thing you know that women don't do, Doug, and I'll just say this, and we'll go back to our point, Um, I just saw a case of this in Phoenix the other day. A woman walks up to her car, a guy is underneath the car and cuts her Achilles tendon and rapes her right there. And get in the habit of looking under your car before you get into it. There's little things like that you can be taught what to do. Most of it's about improving situational awareness, but some of it is when you're grabbed, if you're grabbed from behind and you got heels on, stomp the instep. (laughs) That's something they can't prevent. So there's always a counter. And it doesn't take a lot of training. And so I'm glad that you said that because there are plenty of organizations out there that if you just do a a search like DuckDuckGo, you'll be able to find them. So I agree. People need to be trained. And I will tell you this, too. There's never been a better, a more important time to be in as good a physical shape as you can get because you may be forced to go on the run for a while.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, if, if... Be honest with yourself. When's the last time you walked for 30 minutes straight without stopping? That may sound funny to some of us, but to some of us, it's very serious. When's the last time you actually walked to a point that you were out of breath? Okay. Let's say you, you get that accomplished. Put a backpack on. Do the same thing. See how far you can go. Now put a child in your arms. See how far you can go. Fathers fathers be prepared to carry your children mothers be prepared to carry your children if you're blessed like me and you have four of them well you better you better start working out a little bit more get a dog sled uh you know you will you i believe that america will eventually find itself resurrecting the frontier lifestyle. When the cities are no longer livable, when the suburbs are eventually conquered, and you are run out of the county, I believe people will have to go to the wilderness eventually. Now, I say that as in that is an afterthought of a collapsed America. But what has to happen first? Our economy has to collapse. And then civil strife will happen. And it will be a war of all against all. It will be a war of homesteads versus homesteads. It'll be a war within that homestead of parents versus children. You're going to see all kinds of things that you never thought would happen and they're foretold to us by John the Revelator. If you are a, a, a Bible-believing Christian, it does not hurt to just, you know read Revelation and see what the pending future will eventually look like. Now, I'm not saying the sky is falling. I'm not saying that uh, the pit of hell is going to open up any day now and the demons are going to spew out of it, but don't think we can't get there anytime soon. Don't just be pre- be prepared for the upcoming economic collapse, but the political collapse. What happens when there is no longer a political party because the party is communism? That'll be a day, Dave when a lot of people are going to scratch their head and they're going to sit on their porch and they go, damn, do you remember when we used to be able to vote for whoever we wanted? Do you remember when we used to be able to say whatever we wanted? Remember when we used to be able to just go to Walmart at any time of day and buy whatever we wanted? Man, I remember when the American flag still waved instead of that hammer and sickle flag. We are so close to that. We have a president who literally, I, I don't know why, allows China to bully us. Allows China to dictate
0: what America's future is going I, to be. I know why he's doing it. They're blackmailed. The, hunt, the The Biden crime family is blackmailed by China. A lot of it's uh, uh, Hunter, but I mean, look at the, you go to, okay, let's I'll just give you a real quick break because we're running out of time but uh, research that we ran down three, four years ago and published it on the CommonSenseShow.com. Uh, the, the Ukrainian criminal activities. You had um, uh, John Kerry's stepson, um, heir to the Heinz fortune. You had uh, Hunter Biden uh, with Burisma and all that. They were involved with the Wuhan lab. And this is one thing that's been totally ignored by Fox News. That's how you know they're controlled opposition. Um, they were involved with uh, development of these viruses. They shipped some of these viruses via DARPA, to ukraine to wuhan to obscure what was going on and hillary clinton was part of it and we published this i want to say it was probably three four years ago and actually at that before um obama left office doug this is really interesting they conducted seminars and i published the itinerary for this they had seminars at various hotels in washington dc with specific uh, people from various parts of the Obama administration, most of them DOJ-related, and they were teaching Ukrainian prosecutors how to avoid prosecuting American politicians and their families over this stuff. And included that was Wuhan. Um, this is it's, it's mind-boggling to me this is not coming up. And listen, Doug, if I can find this, you know damn good and well that Rand Paul and the rest of these guys can find this. The Republicans don't want to find it because they're drinking from the same dirty trough.
1: Yeah, that's my mindset, is that there is so much out there. I mean, we talk about predictive programming, and me and you can read the script. We know the script. We've been very accurate for the last two years of all the events that were unfolding. I don't like to say that, but we are very accurate because it's very easy to read. If laymen like you and I can understand what the upcoming events are going to be, why is my congressman such an idiot? why is my congressman and my senators so inept at their job and they can't even come together to agree on anything, still I would like to know why over 30 congressmen gathered together to agree to help enforce a gun ban again if and I, I say that as in I think they're preparing for civil conflict I think that civil conflict will also coincide with a mass firearm seizure Of American citizens And I think when that fails That's when you see UN stepping in Once again it's a presidential directive From Obama So I see these things That are laid out before us They've been laid out before And all all the Democrats All the politicians have to do Is just start enacting them But we have the we have our own politicians That we send to DC to represent us They're not representing us They're not representing us at all And I think we eventually need to try and put some sort of legislation together to say, look, if you're going to be my legal representative, you better show me 100% transparency. I want five years of bank records. I want to know who is paying you. I want to know everything. I want to know every cent that you took from China or from Russia or from Ukraine. Do you remember when Vice President Biden went to Ukraine? And said, if you if you don't give me the lawyer's name or if you don't tell the lawyer who's suing my son or trying to implicate my son, if you don't tell him to stop, I'm leaving with six billion dollars worth of funding that I came here with. You have six hours. And I'll be damned. The guy was fired. You, I mean, we all saw that video. That's your president now. That's your president. And what were they funding in Ukraine? They were funding extremism. And we know they were funding extremism. And we know that they were funding the Wuhan lab. How is it that for a year straight, Wuhan, China, the Wuhan virus, it's white supremacy, I know. it's conspiracy theory. No, it was all real.
0: I know. Doug, we're going to have to hold it here because that's a good note to end on, folks. Um, Doug knows what I just told you. This is not secret information. I've known it for, gosh, going back now, five years now. I've known this. Um, folks, you're being screwed, and it's time you stood up. And we'll leave it at that. We'll be back next week with more and the Doug and Dave Intel Report. Doug, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Doug. Well, it's been quite a year, hasn't it? bit of a nightmare for most people, and the holidays are a great time to reflect, especially on those who helped us get through it. Now, NOVA Gold has put together this incredible collection of American Eagle 22 karat gold coin so you can say a huge thank you. This could be a gift for you or for people you love. And nothing says you're extraordinary. More like getting this four coin set of rare prized Augusta St. Godin's Lady Liberty with her torch. All these impressive important coins are bullion proof grade authenticated by the U.S. Mint. They're changing the American Eagle design next year so you can imagine what's going to happen to the value. They're just 20 sets around. So it's a first come, first serve basis. Give Noble Gold a call at 877 646 5347. That's 877 646 5347.